0: Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome to this fortnight's instalment of the Ish Plus 6 podcast the podcast series where you could discover your next favourite artist On today's episode I am joined by the one and only Reem Reem is a North London based artist who has slowly been making a name for himself within the underground scene with a solid output in the form of hits such as Outside Freestyle, 3am and his most recent track, "Backwards," along with his first EP, Free Ream, which came out earlier this year, he is definitely someone to keep an eye on. Please all welcome Ream to the podcast. Let's go, let's go. What's going on, Ream? How's it going? How's it going? I'm
1: cool, man. Thank you for having me, man.
0: You know the vibes. I'm down. I'm always down. Honestly, this recent drop that you put out... I say drop the recent EP that you put out, crazy yeah. free ream, groundbreaking, bro. Honestly, these samples—we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to us about where you're coming to us from and all of that. Um, I was from London, man, from East.
1: Then I moved to North in like my older years. So yeah, man, it's London-based,
0: just vibing. I can't lie, man. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. Yeah, a lot. Of the underground scene seem to be from north nowadays you know yeah that's what i found when i moved up here too it's like oh everybody's from like
1: i have a deep north or like starting and about tottenham and working their way up yeah
0: yeah exactly there are a couple there is like a little cluster in east though i will say and like maybe a couple down south as well yeah i feel like
1: the east ones you always find the east lot together innit? so i'll <laughs> be like yeah the new inside Touching like Stratford, type shit. But from East, I was from um, Hackney, so yeah.
0: like
1: I say, like the beginning of East. Am right? But, yeah. Shout out, shout the East lot, shout to South lot, shout everybody, man. Like at this point, in London for everybody. Just
0: like a big group of friends, type shit. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. It's always good to see. It's always good to see people hanging. It, it feels like a crossover episode when I see all these familiar faces hanging out. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean, wow, barbecue, and then
1: like. Everybody was there, friend. it was so weird. It was just like a crossover. I think Zeno called it like cinematic universe, like the London cinematic universe. That's <laughs> so funny because it's so real. Friend. You see like niggas crossing over in music videos and shit, like in each other's comments. It's like, you know, it's a support-based thing, is it? So it might as well be like that.
0: Absolutely, man. It's, it's it's always good to see people from London actually being good vibes to each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah but um (laughs) before we get too deep into it you've seen every episode of course you know we always start off with a joke today's no different let's just get it out of the way before we get into the main questions and all of that um yeah let's just do it all right a horse walks into a bar the bartender says hey horse why the long face why i feel like laughing nah that's not the end of the joke hold it (laughs)
1: <laughs> my boy, my boy. All right, all right. I'm here.
0: I'm here. I'm here. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. All right. All right. All right. Bartender says, wide the long face. Horse. My boss just fired me and my kids won't talk to me. And, wo- and worst of all, my wife just filed for divorce. Have you got anything to help? Bartender says, nay. <laughs> Oh so oh right everything was funny <laughs> before the punch
1: <laughs> everything was, was fucking me up before the punch <laughs> I can't like.
0: Nah, cause you know what?
1: <laughs> I was just like, oh man, what? Nah. Zero, I'm giving you zero reams out of five. I can't lie. Bro. Zero, out of <laughs> zero <laughs> reams out of five? Zero reams out of five. What the hell lie. does that even mean, bro? Zero. As long as it makes sense to me, like I know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Reason I'm fine for that one. <laughs> when i first read that one i'm not gonna lie that one had me a little bit gassed i was like yo that one's kind of sick still nay that's... <laughs> hey,
1: when you read it so you didn't you still know the <laughs> oh, <man.
0: laughs>
1: uh, i laughed though so i lost still
0: <laughs> it's calm man it's calm all right let's 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 get into the um questions into what people have come here for let's talk about the reem origin story i want to make sure i'm pronouncing the name right as well reem um cool sick let's talk about the reem origin story how did you start making music i know that your name is actually reem um but yeah talk to us about how you got from where you were to where you are now essentially
1: um that's a long story i don't even know where to begin you
0: feel my name is reem my name is kareem Kareem, yeah, 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 short yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs>
1: <into>. <laughs> I mean. I, I don't know, something you gotta be cool in the last slide. I like, know, nah, I'm gonna be, I'm so true. So, my original nickname was Remo, it? So, yeah. I was like, the rap name was going by, because that's been like my nickname. But I didn't like the fact it was two syllables, because it just wasn't like popping in it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So, when I grew up, when I got, when I started dropping music myself, I changed it to Reem. But before that, i didn't start flirting with the idea of making music until college so i went barnet college i was in there me and my um one of my close friends mason we were just in there and we're just like having these ideas about songs and like doing a tape and all that other stuff very rare so that was on the back burner up until the last year of uni so from college to uni it was just a just an idea of like, oh, yeah, like you should rap. I had my notes page I'd be writing, but nothing was really materializing. So my friend Zege, like one of my close friends, he started dropping music. And then he had me on two songs under the name Remo, it. So that was like Bang Connect. And then I did really good, like pitched it to like these A&Rs. They got us play this thing, blah, 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 blah. But we didn't keep the momentum up ourselves on our end. Type, You know what I mean? So it, just, it things just happened, it? So until I left uni, so December 2021 was when I dropped the first song called D&D. Then after that, went into next year, then I spent like the first two, I spent the first half of the year trying to change my name from Remo to Reem. And then that's when I started dropping consistently. So I dropped Low, then at the end of 2022, (laughs) around that time, I dropped Free. And then I feel like March, no, in May, I dropped Free Ream. So this is like the first year I've been actually taking it seriously and consistently. So I just thought like, if it's not now, then it'll be never. So it's been working out for me as well.
0: Yeah, facts, man, facts. And yeah, I will say I have to applaud the um, the general sort of rollout of your music that you've been doing as of recent. Because... (laughs) A lot of people would say that you definitely do need to build up some momentum as you go along, you know what I'm saying? So dropping a couple of tracks beforehand, and then actually dropping what culminated into an entire project, you know, that's something uh, that people would go for. I want to talk a little bit about, (laughs) it's, it's interesting that you mentioned Free Ream, because I do want to talk a little bit about that project as a whole, that's what is the crux of your career at this point in time? Yeah. Um, talk to me about that project, what vibe you were going for. And also, I want to talk a little bit about the album cover as well, or the EP cover as well. Talk to me a little bit about that. Um, I can start with the EP cover. It was a...
1: Uh, I wasn't comfortable with being the central point of anything here. So it turns like my image and my face. So the cover art's leading up to that. It was either a graphic or a picture of me and my face was blurred out or a picture of me and you can't see my face I'm leaning on the wall or something like that so when it came to the EP cover I kind of hid behind all of the people that meant something to me on the cover so I was just like I made it like a group effort type thing because I wasn't comfortable standing on a cover by myself with my face so I said let me just put all my homies on it so everybody on there has been friends with me from since I was like in year six some of them have been friends with me since the beginning of like 2022 my sister's on there my cousin's on there so it's just like real deal people that like meant something to me and still do mean something to me leading up until that release because that was a big thing for me especially like the trials and tribulations that led up to me even feeling comfortable to even drop that project and then the subject matter on the project as well Leading into like some relationships, this down the third. It just meant a lot to have like all those people that were supporting me on the cover, even when it was something that wasn't really even, I couldn't even call it a hobby yet. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't putting anything into it, but these people that were on the cover were very much supportive of me. And it was just something nice, you know what I mean? It's like a group effort type thing. That's at least how it felt for me.
0: Facts, man, 100%. And yeah, I. it's interesting that you mentioned group effort because from what i understand it does sound well it does sound like you were essentially the main focus throughout the entire thing what with the um with the production tag with the uh present day present time thing i want to talk a little bit about that actually as well is that your own beat tag or is it just, well i don't want to put words into your mouth just talk to me how do i
1: describe that that came from an anime that i was watching called lane and it's that one of my favorite ones for uh, i think i watched it when i was like early teens then i didn't understand it and then it wasn't until that year of i think 20 2022 where i was just watching it with one of my friends and then we were just like okay this is like one of our favorite things now and then it went into the time period where I made free, and free is like a liquid drum and bass track, and the anime lane is very associated to that. So when I was promoing free, I was using lane a lot. So in the edit on TikTok, the intro for lane has that present day present time thing. So then, like due to editing, boom, 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 it came up before the drop of the song. So ever since then, people were like saying it back to me, the sound of first. So then I just said might as well just make it my whole thing. <laughs> like, might as well make it my whole
0: thing.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's stuck since then. And it's just exciting. Because even looking at that, originally it was just a tag. Now it's a tag that has reverb and echo. And then I don't know what I'm going to do with it next. But it's something that is very recognizable. And I enjoy it. It has,
0: it has made a lot of sense to me. And that was enough. You know what I mean? Facts, man, yeah. And to be honest with you, it's hard. The present day, present time thing is is cold is it so <laughs> do you produce yourself or is it um other people yeah other producers the whole everything the whole ep free Ream, was just like picked beats for youtube 100% man 100% talk to me about how you went about picking beats for free Ream. there's definitely a bit of a uh shift in vibe between the ep and some of the more recent stuff that you've been putting out so um when it came to free ream i had
1: um I had another project before free ream in like the demo stage so i had most of the songs recorded i had about i had the idea fleshed out but i didn't really like how it sounded with just me uh making it basically because i, I would have wanted it to be mixed better i would have wanted it to be handled better in like the creative process that's outside of me to the stuff that i wasn't really good at at that time so so that's like the song low it was meant to be part of another project which i didn't scrap i just said we're gonna when we get more like i would say help when i get when i'm able to get more help on it i'll come back to that so when it came to free ream a lot of the beats were watered down, they were either, they would still have depth, but most of them were just watered down to what would have been before. So when it came to picking those beats, it was very much of like, are these hard hitting bass, is it able to carry itself? Like without me rapping on it, is the beat engaging, is it be able to just be something that if someone don't like my raps, they gonna like the beat that I was saying. So it was like, what can I get out of these beats and what can these beats get out of me? So I came into the mindset with that and I wanted stuff that sounded good for the shows ultimately. So yeah, that was the whole full process behind picking the sounds for a free ring.
0: That's an interesting process, honestly, because I hear a lot of producers talk about, oh, you need to leave room for the vocals. You need to leave room for the artists in the beat. But now when you say it, when you put it like that, that's an interesting and different way of thinking about it, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I think it was um, some of the beats I think Right Right was produced by M Tripling I only found that out when I went to buy the beat Because like you go on his beat stars And it has his name everything cool So that was like And then the reaction that song got Made sense Because that's one of the highest Not highest quality But that is one of the highest quality beats on the project Given who the producer is And given like, the background of him and you got 3, that's like a, I think that was a Pink's Pampers type beat. And then you got Peace, had a good sample on it. 3AM was hard hearing. Waste My Time was hard hearing. And Play Too Much was one of the oldest songs, but that beat was very much, um, I would say it was very much hard hearing too. Like All the beats, they were hard hearing, and that's what I wanted the most. I wanted depth and something that wasn't like flat like in terms of
0: like the sonic sound of it last last part about free ream actually talk to me about the title free ream talk to me about that a little bit what was your thought process when you were going about naming the project that
1: came from uni like it really named itself because i'll be in uni being like oh free me like some some something will happen i'll be like free me man (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean like so you tell me something about you, I'll be like, man, that's messed up. Free ish, man. Like it'll be like that. So then like my friends will say it back to me, it'll be like, oh yeah, my free ream. I was like, oh yeah, what? Free me. And then that's how the project came about. That's how the title came. Because some of the subject matter on the project, especially songs like Peace, is a very like free me moment. Like I need to be free from like these ailments and like these ills of life right now. So that's how it came about. And it's cool to like China at the shows too. So I was like,
0: oh, everybody wins, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. And to be fair, free ream. I'm not going li- to like, like, <laughs> that's a hard quote. Free, free so it's so free so-it-so. I need to, I-, I might just start saying that to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
0: it stinks. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um cool so yeah i noticed that in your most recent track well what was your most recent track outside freestyle and i guess your most recent track as well backwards you've gone in sort of a different direction in comparison to the sonic theme you were focused on in free ream yeah i want to ask how important it is to you to stay versatile as an artist with the stuff you put out that's, um, it's very important because everything
1: ties back to the shows for me. Because yeah. I was able to do um a pre-twisted show, shout out to pre-twisted lot, and um I was part of a up set. So then I was did a lot of songs from Free Remo on that set, because that's the only like catalog I had at that time. So the reaction from that was like I enjoyed it, but then I thought about how I could make it better. I could make it better with a different sound incorporated into the set, which led to the sound of outside and the sound of backwards and the next sound for the upcoming music that's about to drop. So it was more more or less simply for the shows that I wanted to build like a... I wanted to build like a... an engaging performance out of. And that starts with like the music and the sound.
0: 100%, man. Yeah, that must be interesting going to a show and having to... Not necessarily having to, but getting to see the reactions of people to your music and what kind of vibes work and how they react to certain other vibes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because a um,
1: couple times, my friend Kemi, he would take me to shows and he will be like, oh, you're going to perform. And then that time, it was out of a rotation between low and free. So low would get a good reaction because of the hook and free would get a good reaction because of the hook, but also the energy of the beat and how fast it is. So when it came time to the pre-Twisted show, that was the first time I performed a set by myself. So I'm trying to like, with the understanding I have about these shows, because I be going shows, understanding I have about music, I was like looking at my catalog and being like, what is the best I can do? So I didn't do songs like play too much because I felt like that song was too long. It's like three minutes. I ain't rapping for three minutes. So then... (laughs) You know what I mean? Because even though I like the song, it's not dragging to me, but... Is something like the, it's not really in the song itself it's not really versatile like it's not having a big hook or something that's grand at the end or something like a beat change so the engagement of it is something that may not translate well at a show as a good song as a whole but probably not for a show so with that understanding leaving that set I was just like okay I know what I want to do next I want to do something that like you will enjoy the show if you don't know the lyrics because you will just simply like the sound. And then that's what came with outside and the most recent one backwards and what's coming up next. It's just like that whole idea of about looking at what Free Ream set the foundation for, which was a lot of vibes and a lot of vibes and a lot of people just chilling and rapping along with me to backwards and outside just gets
0: people, I would say moving. One hundred percent man. And yeah, do you know what? That's an interesting point you made about the whole you can't rap for three minutes. Because I will say time definitely runs differently for you as an artist on the stage as opposed to the people on you know, in in the floor in standing area. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'll be there stood sometimes and these men will be on stage. Right. Like I was at um some show last year and the amount of openness that this artist had, it, it it was probably only like 25, half an hour of openness, but it felt like three hours, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, time Time runs differently down there. It's weird.
1: No, nah, like when I was on, I think, cause obviously when I watch my friends perform, I know the songs, but I'll just be out there and I'm just like, damn man, like, it didn't feel like this. When we're in the sound check <laughs> Like It didn't feel like this When I was listening to it On the way here Like So when I'm on stage I'm very much Not even when I'm on stage But when I'm doing a set list And so on and so forth I'm very conscious of that And it's like What flows well What is engaging And what isn't I would say Not boring But that's simply What's engaging Like what, what's engaging What will get them involved And all that other stuff there Just for a better experience Overall For everybody
0: Exactly man I want to talk a little bit about, um, so we mentioned you being versatile as an artist. I also want to talk a little bit about some of the, about Outside Freestyle as a whole. Yeah. I want to talk about the ad-libs on that track. That is what has <laughs> stuck out to me. <laughs> that was funny. That has stuck out to me. And the ad-libs just on a couple of tracks, apart outside of Outside Freestyle as well, um, it was crazy. It was iconic. I want to talk about how you get in your creative zone when writing to the point where you can come up with stuff like that. Even the crows in the background of Backwoods. That's insane. <laughs> I've never heard crows giving an ad lib in a track before. Do you realize how mad that is? Talk to me. Talk to me. When it came to like outside, when it came to like the creative process as
1: a whole, when I was younger, I was so serious when it came to rapping. Like I was trying to cram many syllables in there, but without sounding like lyrical miracle. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So
1: I was trying to sound like El Sweatshirt and them, I been Stables and them. So when I, I could say everything starts shifting after uni. So when I came back from uni, I made a dumb song. It's a dumb song. It was just like I had about bare meme references in there, and then that broke down my perception of what I can do. And it just made me take it more light and it's more, and like, that was fun for me just to like, not trying to be someone else, but really just like incorporating how I am and keeping it as real as possible on this song in So when it comes to like everything now, literally after that, every bar, every ad lib is just literally some shit I was probably saying at that time period. So when it came to like the O's and shit, it, it ended up being a thing in the group like we'd just be saying oh and all that stuff now so when it came to free room I feel like not even free room when it came to outside I feel like I had that ad-lib in my head to sound like an audience but I didn't know how to like incorporate it. so I was just like I'm gonna see what I can do and then I, with that song I really freestyled a lot of it I had about two three bars that were like old just lying around but everything was just glued together by a freestyle more or less so it was just like, this shit's funny. I'm gonna make some shit that's funny. I can't lie. And you like, and it stuck. And then the crows on backwards. That was already there. I didn't even notice it. Oh swear! I got to be. I didn't notice that shit. It wasn't until like one of my homies, she heard it. She was like, "Why are you like? Why the crows in your thing?" I was just like, "It's not that deep. <laughs> like, it's not that like, deep." Everybody started jumping me about the crows. I was like, "Word, it's hard, though. It's hard
0: though. It is hard,
1: bro. Don't get a light. So then, after that, around, like, even for um what's coming up next, I just kept it as dream as possible. I can't lie. Like, it's just everything that's made sense to me. Certain, like, references, certain bars, certain ad libs. And it's fun to just create your own world, like, with intent. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is who I am. I don't mind. Projecting myself this way to you guys because it's just it's easier to be that way than having to like do a 180 as soon as I step off stage or step off the mic, you know what I mean?
0: So that's keeping me, and that's where everything really comes from. 100%, man. So I guess your creative zone isn't necessarily a zone itself, but it's more your entire self, I guess. Yeah, like I
1: would say, it's just um, my environment my environment, including, like, myself, because the bro can say something crazy, I'll put that on the song. The homie can say something crazy, I'll put that on the song. I can say something crazy, I'll put that on the song, like, and, like, the lives that we be living, it's just everything just be inspirational and it's just be fun. It's just about, you, the inspiration is going to be there. So I'd rather just do what I find entertaining and find fun to me instead of, like, feeling like my well is dry so I can't even write or I can't even, like, make a hook or something like that. Just, like, anything that comes to me, I'm going to try execute it. And
0: there's more time. It seems to be funny, I can't lie. 100%, man. Yeah, that... that I, I don't think you understand how much that... Cr- the, those crows in the background spun me when I first heard that. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Ah, uh, man. It was unexpected, but it was so... It just fit perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even when I rapped on it,
1: I was, because I usually don't like beats that are doing too much. But that, that'd be slapped. <laughs> that'd be slapped. I can't lie. So when I heard it back and people started pointing out the crows, I was just like, damn, like, how did I actually miss that? Because it wasn't
0: even a thing for me. I can't lie. 100%, man. Yeah. it's... I love when beats have little Easter eggs in them that just don't stick out. But if you listen, if you really listen, you're like, bro. Was that, was that like a uh, frigging Mario Beduin coin in the background hey, or something? Hey, like, hey. you know what I mean? Hey, hey. that's funny. Um, cool. So I want to talk a little bit, going a bit more into your past. I want to talk a little bit about your history in working on production sets, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, production sets. Yeah, that yes. was, was more or less. Um.
1: Unique. I studied media production. Yes, everything was just throughout my course. So up until i say midway through second years when COVID hit, so that kind of like ran ran its course more or less. But I was I was as if we had a if because most of the stuff were group projects and practical. My my course is very much practical, not really theory. So yeah, I was on set, man. I was doing audio, so I was like boom pole and like taking it in um recording the audio on set and then editing so yeah other other person said but nothing nothing outside of uni i you really use my course unless it's
0: like small small editing for like a cover art or something like that that's what it's really been 100 man yeah i suppose do you know what, that kind of answers my question actually about how you see yourself incorporating aspects of that into your future work um so I get I mean would you say that there's anything else aside from you know cover art and that kind of thing I know you haven't put out any visuals for any of your tracks as of yet I I hope I'm (laughs) correct but (laughs) but yeah how do you see yourself incorporating you know certain aspects of that sector into maybe visuals maybe future projects ideas that kind of thing in the future um One of the first things I got
1: told about translating my course into, especially the stuff I want to do, is that I know how much things cost. So you can't like tell me this thing costs like a K to shoot a video when like I was using that equipment in uni and I could tell you how much it costs, like you're trying to bump me type shit. That's the first thing I got told. So then after that, it became to like understanding and being realistic with certain ideas and certain, um, things we wanted to execute. Cause I could look at, uh I forgot what the are called, but like, I plan for a video shoot. I forgot what it's called. Some and then I could be like- board, is it? Or yeah, else. a treatment. I could look at a treatment for a video and I could be like, oh yeah, this is tangible. Like we could do this. That like, is minor. Or I could tell you like, you're trying to do this with 200 pounds, you're bugging. Like it's not really like that. And then it's just about the actual professional side of- the creative process for the videos cover art or whatever that needs to be executed I feel like my course really allowed me to just be thinking outside the box and cut out the middleman when it comes to that so I know where I could go rent a camera I know that I would probably need to scout a location to shoot and all that other stuff there but the fact that I can do that myself even my course it's the most valuable thing I have I don't need
0: no one else to do that it's just I just haven't done it I ain't gonna lie yeah exactly do you see yourself shooting visuals and that kind of thing for this next um, wave of content you'll be putting out
1: yeah I do because everything about right now is just looking the part more or less so like the tape did really good I had a lot of stuff that When you look at the tape, it's like, cool, this is a person that's good at music, I would say. But you can't tell if I'm taking it seriously yet because I don't really have like my face on it. I'm not really pushing like that, blah, blah, blah. So when it came to like what I didn't do for Free Ream, it's like, cool, so we're gonna do that for the next thing, which is like videos, which is like being more of a a figure for my art, you know what I'm saying? So stuff like that, yeah.
0: Absolutely, man. Do you see Do you see yourself, like, putting your face in this kind of stuff? So being all, you know, up in the camera and that kind of thing? Or is it more just, uh, again, like, sort of shadowy figure in the background kind of situation? I don't know. What kind mm-hmm. of vibe do you see yourself going for? I'm prepared with putting my face
1: on the stuff now. Because that's what started happening on Twitter when I started posting up the um, snippet videos. Usually yeah. it will be, like... A screen recording from a youtube video that correlates with the song that has nothing to do with me and i'll put it up but since it's been my face more time than anything it's been able to get more engagement and it's been able to just like be taken more seriously because i'm standing on and standing by what i'm making i can't really be hiding from the stuff i'm trying to put out anymore
0: i do also want to talk a little bit more about your recent track backwards I want to talk about some of the themes you explored in there. Um, The lyric three meters backwards sort of repeating throughout the entire thing. Talk to me about the meaning behind. Is there a deeper meaning behind that? Is it just something that was in your head at the time? Talk to me about that. It's
1: coming from the concept of ending free room. So backwards is going to be like the intro track. I wasn't meant to drop it, but the reception it gained from the snippet, I was like, ah word like i'm gonna drop it so that's the intro track for the next project so coming off the idea of free ream, like i'm still in, like not in the same spot but i more or less feel in the same spot of like cool like we're not done saying free me yet like it's still free meters backwards in it so that's where it came from and i really thought that as a hook for an intro music wise it really made sense to me like i was really fucking with the idea so i just really just let it fly I can't lie and when I found the beat to go with it I was like yeah this is perfect and then the verses came after
0: oh wait sorry so it's three it's three me till it's backwards that's the line oh I thought it was three meters backwards okay okay it makes sense (laughs) three meters backwards (laughs) i was like what like three that was like three meat like moving back like what does that mean but yeah nah free me to li- okay okay now it makes so much more sense contextually That's <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, man, you now you can go listen to it again like you know like what like it's cold yeah yeah, yeah yeah, exactly i was i was listening to it thinking what does he mean by that like <laughs> <laughs> that's such a genuine question as well like this don't make no sense like
0: like no, what, he's moving three meters what's that what's, what's three <laughs> meters behind him like what, who's behind him you know what i'm saying like but. that's funny that was real that was real
1: but yeah then the verse and stuff came after that and i was just like as an intro track i was really happy with it man
0: like you know when you'll be listening to a song for years on end and you'll think to yourself like yeah this guy's talking about like, what's a good example? Like, you know, Get Lucky by Pharrell, you know, for the longest time, I thought he was talking about Mexican ducky, we're up all night, Mexican ducky, you know what I'm saying? A Mexican ducky? Yes. For the longest time, I thought he was talking about some Mexican duckies, bro. The whole time he's talking about we're up all night to get lucky, so, you know, it's just... <laughs> but... that says a lot. Hold you. <laughs>
1: That's
0: crazy, <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I was listening to that nah, because, well, I i know I'm not the only one who thought this, all
1: right. <laughs> so that made sense to you. So that's your whole thing. Like, I mean, that was right to you. Oh, I was like 12 at the time. Like, what did you want me to say? Oh, my 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 I was 12 year old, yeah. You feel like, yeah, this is like this, is this whole thing. Like, this makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I guess he just likes, I don't know, Mexican ducks or something. Like, what is it?
1: Get lucky to Mexican duckies. Um, Imagine on a game show, yeah, you had about like one, like, you had about 10K, and that's the final question. Mexican so.
0: like, duckies. <laughs> he just 10, 10, you just got like Felix, Philip Schofield on, like, who wants to be a millionaire, where he's like, ish, for 10,000 pounds. Word the the what's it what's it the hook line in Get Lucky by Pharrell was and I'm like hey we'll wrap up Mexican Ducky fam come on run me my run me my pee I
1: have to leave the country that's hilarious Mexican Ducky is funny
0: Bro, I promise you I couldn't have my people in the crowd either I couldn't have like my girl my my kids in the crowd <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't engage us to they don't even be like right, you're gonna leave with this you just leave with nothing bro of Mexican... I ain't gonna... I ain't gonna flame you it no more. I'm gonna let you that. Know. I'm gonna let you that. Know. fault. You know. my my Whoa, phone. come on. Don't act like you've never had something similar happen to you. Like, surely you've had litimics similar to that. Like... I have, but I can't think of any right now. Do you know what I mean? I can't think of nothing right now. But none has been as bad as Mexican Ducky. I can't <laughs> lie.
0: That fa- fares, man.
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Fairs, man. Um, okay, so I do know that you have an interest in anime... Um, in I mean, obviously you mentioned Lane, was it at the beginning? Yeah, Lane. Lane, I know that you have an interest in others such as you know Evangelion, Perfect Blue, some of the vintage ones. Can you talk to me about? Hey man, I, <laughs> I, I'll be, I'll be researching in it. It's just.
1: Wow. <laughs> No, that wait, wait. Like perfect blue, yeah. Neon Genesis, I hear it like fits. A nigga tweet send it. But the perfect blue one, I was like,
0: I was like, whoa. It's, it's a classic, fam. It's a, it's a classic anime. What can I say? But uh, That's funny.
1: When they came to like, even Neon Genesis, I put a Neon Genesis thing on Peace, the ending of Peace, where like the congratulations and the applause, it comes from the final episode of um me genesis and i was just like yeah man i don't know why i like that show it just i just fought to be heavy when i was growing up and it's just like been very like cultural to me like i try to show it to everybody that's that i don't think would judge me maybe i feel like you're gonna judge me i'm gonna show you because it gets weird in it but it's like,
0: abstract near the end I'm looking to lie, it gets
1: <laughs> fever dream type beat you know what i'm saying so like i just enjoy could it? Like I was saying before, just keeping it ream, those are aspects of me that are I would say pivotal to the point where I could incorporate it with my music and to the point it makes sense. Got a lot of people were just like, oh, the congratulations and even the canvas on Spotify is from that episode. So a lot of people were just like, oh yeah, like it really fit, like da 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 da, da. And I was just like, Oh yeah, because like I had built I'd built it around that scene, I would say, like the song basically. Especially being the last one on the tape, and the way the present day, present time comes in at the end, it was just like, yeah, there's a good outro for it.
0: Facts, man, one hundred percent. And yeah, Neon Gen is definitely is. It gets heavy, man. Honestly, it gets <laughs> like the, the couple of episodes where it's just him talking to himself, asking himself a bunch of existential. Well, I want to
1: make music that sounds like that. That's, that's the next thing to make like a project that could like sound like. My man does in a white room by himself and like those type of like questions and all that stuff. That's why that's what I look forward to doing like probably like next or whatever.
0: One hundred percent, man. Honestly, yeah. There's this one artist called I don't know if you've heard of Kilo Kish. She's uh, you've you've heard of her, yeah? She's 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 on top of that. Like that's that's her bag that for real. Abstract. <laughs> I don't
1: mean, yeah. I follow Kilo Kish. She cool.
0: Yeah, for real, man. Um, cool but yeah my question just in general was more on what your current rotation is in terms of anime and what your I guess what would be at the top of your list like the couple that would be at the top of your list
1: I don't even know what my current rotation is I'm trying to think I don't think I'll watch anime in a minute Um, that's a good question right now I don't think there's anything right now. I'm thinking. I'm I'm think, I'm trying to give you an answer, it? I don't think there's anything right now.
0: But did you say like something at the top of my list? Yeah, the couple that cause obviously no one has a one that's like a definitive well, a couple of people might, but you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. For me just the ones it, that
0: come to your head, I guess. It'll be
1: Neon Genesis, Berserk, and really Cooley, those three. Yeah. What was that last one? <laughs> what was it? It's called Fully Cooly. It's by the same, I'd say the same production company as Neon Genesis. So, uh, but it's like a whole different shift. Like, it's like, it's not serious at all. It's just vibes. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. It's just like, even now I'm trying to incorporate that into the music. I can't like, like cover art wise and like, stuff that like, full visuals and stuff. It's like, is really bright, powerful, and I enjoy the music in it as well.
0: So like them three would be in my top three. Facts, man. Yeah. I. I honestly, in t- you know that's an interesting point you put across because I don't really I do think about music in anime sometimes. The one that sticks out to me the most is definitely Berserk though I will say that either yeah. Berserk or more recently Attack on Titan. Attack on Titans music is it's, it's out of this world, fam.
1: It's kind of crazy. It's scary, fam. <laughs> <know how to laughs> <you. laughs> Honestly? Chill moment in that show, bro. It's just like... soon as you hear the vocals coming in. just like, oh, what? So, like,
0: 10 of you are dying. It's like... It's... <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, facts. People just wake up and it's just arms from when they wake up to when they go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Shout
1: out that show, though. Shout out to music. Oh, I know the music can, like... Anime um, was just because teaching me like depth, I would say, because like it's layered and there's always, um, I would say like live instrumentation in it more or less. And I'm just like, yeah, like nothing, nothing comes out of that craft sounding shit. You know what I mean, like nothing, no, none of the music ever comes out sounding like it wasn't produced well, or it wasn't accompanying the scene properly. So it just really taught me how to like how to move whoever's listening to you. And that's some of the things I aim for, just, like, move people when it comes to, like, whatever I'm making.
0: 100%, man, yeah. Yeah, It's that's so real, man. And yeah, honestly, yeah, especially with stuff like Attack on Titan and Berserk as well. And you mentioned Attack on Titan being scary. I promise you, I could never see a Titan just outside, just walking down the street. Bro... I, like, what do you do, fam? I don't know what I would do. I, I, I heard hand- you- you'd you handle it. All right, talk to me. Talk, <laughs> talk to yeah. me, bro. How are you going to handle a, a freaking 10 meter tall giant walking towards you, looking like you like your lunch? Looking at you like your lunch. Well, that's empathize isn't it? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: i'll just be like i get it like it's fine like i'll just handle it like i ask guys no one's no one's tried to speak to them it's just straight arms like it's misunderstood from
0: like, alternative
1: just give an alternative from just be like just go like just be a vegetarian you're the same size as these trees just eat the trees fam. look how the giraffes be doing it you know what i mean like we're not giraffes don't be trying to fuck us they do but like they're not really like out here trying to like Eat, I was like the times be you know what I'm saying? So like, just be like the giraffe, man. And then boom, psh, peace. You're welcome, fam. Ream for president, fam. That's what it is. <laughs> Free ream for president, man. That's a campaign and a half,
0: fam. That's that's your next. That's your next rollout right there. Ream for president. Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> I'm Actually, you thinking what should the next thing be? Because there's always like a like not a gimmick, but there's always like something I be saying in it. Right now, it's Rookie of the Year. So I'm gonna run around saying that shit for a minute. But then yeah, after that, read for president, read for prime minister for him.
0: Yeah, man. All right, cool. Um, I only have a couple more questions before I let you go on your way, Reem, I want to know what we can expect next from you, both in the short term and also the long term. So up until the end of this year, I guess, for short term, and then going into next year, and then maybe into 2025 as well for long term.
1: Um Coming out short term, it's just more music. It's probably going to be a project, more or less than anything. That's what I've been trying to wrap up recently. Um, a lot of, a lot of work coming out from myself and my peers. It seems like coming out the short term, and long term, just different sounds. I don't want to be, I don't want people to expect like, um, t- the same thing over and over again. I want people to be open to like what I could bring out on where anything else because I haven't even tapped into majority of my influences yet or the sounds that I like to hear myself. So it's like for the long term, just expect to just like just different type of music coming from myself, but still a good quality and a high quality
0: and just growth as a whole. Absolutely, man. 100%. So my final question before I let you go on your way, Reem, you are heard by everyone on earth for 10 seconds. What do you say? And I ask this question seconds. to everyone.
1: That's what can I say in 10 seconds? That's crazy. Everyone on earth is like right now,
0: yes, yeah, right now. 10 seconds.
1: <laughs> Wait, I need to figure that's crazy. What
0: would you say? But whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Do you no, know I, I, was, I've never been asked that before? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many people I've asked this question to, and I've never been asked? So you're not even prepared. I've never thought about it. You know, I'd be thinking about all sorts. I've never thought about that. Ten seconds. So they're all gonna understand me, like they
1: all speaking yeah. the same language. Like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll all understand you. Yeah, yeah. they somehow they all understand. I can't you. lie, bro you you can I, you can have time to think about it it's calm. everyone gets time to think
1: i want going to sound motivational innit i told him like just like i don't know how to word it in 10 seconds innit but it'll be along the lines of just like do what you have to do and what you want to do innit so like when it's all said and done you're not regretting nothing innit like you could like even if you failed with what you wanted to do at least you know you gave it a shot type of shit. you know what i mean and like just be yourself and try and make money off being yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like, why not? That's the easiest thing you can do. That's the most genuine thing you can do. And stop all the beefing, man. That's dumb, nigga. Just make jokes, Like, That's, that's what will be incorporated into my 10 seconds.
0: Facts, man. Do you know what? I feel that as well. I, I don't know what I would say. It would probably try, I'd probably try to say something really um, poignant or... Uh, what's the word you know something that makes people think i guess uh mm-hmm. something along the lines of like i don't know essentially what it boils down to is just be aware of what other people may be going through or something like that um and i'm not going to lie i'll probably try and push people in the direction of my own content as well like oh by the way there's this yeah, guy there you go. <laughs>
1: I was thinking that like, can I
0: profit of this? <laughs> hey, man, it's 8 billion years, like, 14
1: can I bonus, billion,
0: 16 billion years even, so... That's
1: crazy. I was trying to say something profound, in it. I? Try to start, like, you know, like, I was scared I might to say something crazy, start a war, fam. Hey, personally, I say a random country, I wouldn't have that. Exactly. <laughs> that <Then> my test <testicles laughs> are just done. <laughs> my testicles are just done, fam.
0: That's it, it's curtains for earth, fam, that's basically... <laughs> I mean,
1: I pull out something from like the 80s. I'm like, hey, you still didn't get your lip back ten seconds done. Right right. That's not my thing though. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't
0: do that. I'll think about it. I would exactly man. Um cool. So okay, do you know what? I think that might be a good place to end off this episode, actually. Um I'm trying to think if there was anything else to add i I don't know i it'd probably just be tried to motivate people to be better, and also there's this cool guy called ish check him out that's that's it <laughs> but, but, but. but yeah, um, other than that, I don't know, Reem, do you have anything else you'd like to actually? yeah, I'll do the closer and then all right, listeners of the ish plus six podcast watchers, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you all go check out Veeam's most recent track available on all platforms backwards and also Outside Freestyle. It's everywhere. Um, Go check it out. Veeam, do you have anything you'd like to say before we close off?
1: Uh, shout out Ish, man, having me on here. Appreciate it. Shout out everybody that's tuned in. Shout out to the supporters. Shout out my homies. Shout out everybody. And, you know, I want to see everybody soon still.
0: Reem, thank you so much for being on this episode. Listeners, keep it real. And I will see you later, alligators.